Hello, uh, welcome to our viewers. Uh, you are watching or listening to another episode of TWT FM from the World Transformed. And we are joined on our brown L-shaped sofa. It's going to be a famous sofa by the end of this series. Just That's saying, true. we've done yeah, so we many interviews on it now. We've had so many great names. It'll be like the big breakfast bed or something, <laughs> except our <laughs> a bit more appropriate equipment. We need a name for the sofa. <laughs> and we're joined by uh, excellent journalist Laura Basu. Laura, how are you doing? How are you finding um, TWT 2019? Hello, very happy to be here. It's amazing, yeah. It's so vibrant. There's so much going on. Mm. There's just an Extinction Rebellion protest happening yeah. outside of the door, basically, where they're sounding the alarm to labor so i love that it's all happening all at once it's amazing there's so many different groups doing different things yeah. like i arrived on friday and i just walked down the road straight out the train station and then you had the youth for climate strikes yeah. just thousands and thousands of people exactly you know, like the whole city is just buzzing with exactly. like great vibes it's, it's amazing. amazing yeah and it's all so colorful and yeah it's it's <laughs> really yeah. just lively and so much energy yeah. so you got here on friday as well yeah um tell us about the first day of the world transformed yesterday what did you get up to uh what did you like, who do you speak to any any uh interesting stories it was amazing yeah really busy rushing around interviewing people um went to the brexit panel let's get ready for brexit which was it yeah. wasn't a panel it's a workshop Lo loads of people every every event was packed by the mm -hmm. way there yeah. was a queue to get into everything um, yeah, I heard people like complaining about that. It's yeah. sort of victim of our own success. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, too, successful. Oh too popular. <laughs> yeah. It's it really, yeah, you yeah. can really feel the. We should make less compelling panels next yeah. year. Yeah, boring, more boring panels. Exactly. We heard from Gary that all the Navarra stuff is sold out, and even during the Corbyn rally, all of the other events were like packed full yeah, yeah. by the sound of it. That's so good. it's been yeah. a really success yeah. so far. I went to the John. So at the same time that Jeremy Corbyn was doing his rally, John McDonnell was doing a panel on the economy for the many mm -hmm. yeah. with. Um, Assad Rehman and, and Rafif Ziada and who else? Faisal Shaheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was also absolutely rammed and really amazing. Mm -hmm. So I went to that, interviewed a bunch of people for Open Democracy. So I was really lucky to get Anne Pettifor oh, and um, Owen Jones and Ash Saka. We sat on a haystack together. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a Sounds highlight. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah. um, who else? I get um, Assad Rehman, Rafif. Sierra, and today we're getting some more people so it's been really oh, great, great as well like really interesting so where will people be able to find those interviews yeah so we, we did two different kinds of interviews mm. we did sort of longer ones um that we'll probably put up on youtube and we'll probably do like a sort of mashup best of twt yeah. thing that we'll put on youtube and then we've done little twitter ones as well which will be put sort of drip feeding mm. through so people uh, should follow open democracy on youtube and twitter and yes is it going on your personal stuff or is it um, yeah, it's all it open democracy things. yeah so yeah. you can f um, find us on open democracy and also i work for the economic section which is called our economy so our twitter handle is um at underscore our economy I'm smiling there because of a disclaimer. I also have been working for them recently. And it's a good opportunity to plug the upcoming Our Voices podcast, which exactly. we've been working on together. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And hopefully we'll have some of these interviews maybe integrated into this podcast. So that should be really interesting exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. That's what we're able to do. Freddie's been doing amazing work on the podcast. <laughs> uh, really great. And did you design the cover? Yeah, well, well? I, did, I did part of it. But I've got a shout out to my friend Dan Norman, fantastic graphic designer. Yeah, really anyway, good. Enough about open democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back yeah. to Kissing our own ass. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get back to TWT. Um, tell us about the panels that you're on. What are you up to? 
So Open Democracy is hosting a panel um, today at three and I'm chairing it. And it's about left coalitions. Uh, should there or should there not be a left coalition? So that is obviously with a general election yeah. just around the corner, probably that is going to be a crucial burning question. Mm. Um, so w we're going What's your, I mean, I know you, as a chair, are you going to be sort of neutral in I'm it? I'm neutral, yes, okay. neutral, <laughs> <laughs> 100%. <laughs> we, just, we just had Riley from the Trash Future podcast on the sofa for a minute ago and he was really laying into the Lib Dems, so it didn't sound any coalition yeah, was yeah. liked on the cards there. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to hear how other people on the panel see yeah. that argument. Yeah, so we've got Caroline Lucas, we've got Clive Lewis, Janine Booth and Ronan Burtonshaw yeah. coming on. So it's two, two pro, two against. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I've actually, the interviews I've been doing, I've been asking people what they think and mm -hmm. there seems to be, quite a few people have said, can't really have a coalition with the Lib Dems. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. But you know, the Greek, you know, some kind of arrangement with the Greens, maybe, or yep. you know, may, may some say maybe the SNP and Plaid Cymru. Some say no. So there's there's quite a range of opinion yeah. out there about this. Mm. So some I of it's it like it's really technical as well, isn't it? It's like you know the idiosyncrasies of like first past the post. Yeah, exactly. How many seats you, know, you might need? Or like you know, encouraging people to vote for a rival so that it splits yeah. the vote and neither of them get and the Lib Dem positioning and which yeah. marginal seats that they're trying to win from the Conservatives or from Labour. Yeah. It's really interesting. The Exactly. And you said uh, to us before that you're hoping to speak to Yanis Varoufakis, who's obviously yeah. a founder of the DM movement, Democracy in Europe movement, right. um, that ran in the European elections in May. And that's really interesting to take this idea of like left coalition building nationally, but also internationally. Totally, yeah. And uh, it's, I just thought it would be interesting to ask you about where you stand on this whole idea of creating a pan-European movement compared to creating a coalition of sort of left states. Um, and that's one thing hopefully we might get to speak to Varoufakis about. Um, but did you have any part in the DM movement? Did you cover that at all? No, I haven't been involved with DM, but I, I'm, I'm really interested to get Yanis Varoufakis' uh, um, uh, views, thoughts on it. Uh, about, yeah, I mean, I think I like the idea of pan-European movement, but I also think it's important to think internationally as well, so not just about Europe, but how do we, how do we create solidarity internationally? How do we have an internationalist progressive movement, which I yeah. think we are absolutely crying out for which we really need and actually labor um has kicked off i was there i covered they they had back in I think it was july yes their international yeah. social forum which was really interesting and that was the sort of kickoff for a year-long program where they're sort of developing their internationalist yeah. vision and a lot of yanis varifakis was there was he that was soas in london SOS, yeah. yeah yeah um you know and with ideas like how to how to campaign well how to have transnational institutions that mm. represent labor you know transnational trade unions transnational collective bargaining arguing for campaigning for things like global minimum wage uh, global living wage yeah. uh, global labor rights you know all of these kinds of things like what how can we put that infrastructure in place. Yeah, so for British people who come down to the World Transformed um, and they hear Jeremy Corbyn speaking, you often hear endorsements as we did yesterday at the rally of people like Bernie Sanders and AOC in the US, but you hear less often explicit references to other leaders in the European Union. I don't think there's any uh, been an explicit uh, consensus about supporting DM uh, in their movement. So I, I wondered, how do you see uh, the Labour Party in connection to other European leaders? Do you think there's any explicit allies that they should be making to try and push forward left coalitions in, in the European Union? Well, 
I mean, they always talk about their, well, they used to always talk about their um, socialist and social democrat partners in across the EU. So mm. I think, you know, through um, the European Parliament, they do have their, yeah. they do have their coalition or their sort of partnerships, don't they? So, But if you look at the, the British Labour Party and then you look at the sort of Franz Timmermans social democrats in the European Union, they're very, I mean, the, the European Union version is very sort of centrist and really doesn't align itself with the sort of Corbyn project at all. No. So it's an interesting balance to sort of try and weigh that one up. It is, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you've got the sort of more traditional social democrat parties like the PVDA in the Netherlands that you're referring yeah. to, the social, so-called social democrat party in the Netherlands, um, which is which is pretty sort of new Labour-ish. Mm, yeah. Although this Eric Timmermans is quite popular apparently, so I don't know what will happen there. Um, but then, I, you know, you've also got the Podemoses and all of that. And you've also got these um, new municipalist movements that I think are really interesting. They haven't, yeah, they didn't yeah. do so well in the European elections, but, you know, the, mm -hmm. the yeah. movement's still kind of alive. So that's another, I think that sort of municipalist stuff is also quite interesting to watch. Yeah, there's lots of interesting movements. And I feel like as the sort of left movement grows, and it is still growing, we hopefully will see similar movements and similar events like TWT across the European Union. I was going to ask you actually, it's something that I mentioned yesterday to some of the American panelists that we had um, on this podcast. Are there any similar events like TWT that you'd recommend people to go to? Obviously you're based in the Netherlands, um, but uh, you know, you're the EU editor at uh, Our Economy at Open Democracy. Anything you'd recommend, or do you think this is quite like a unique event? I mean, there's lots of events, although I think this is quite special. I don't think there's anything quite like yeah. TWT. Maybe something, I don't know, are there things in the US that are this this big and this sort Yeah, of the DSA trying to organise a few different okay, events. Yeah. Networks Nation and things like that, mm. aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. There's one uh, event that I would like to plug, if that's okay. <laughs> in yeah, in, in our <laughs> 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 it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not that, it's not that. I don't need to plug it that much. <laughs> It's a, but it's going to be a cool event, I think, and we're open to Roxy Media partner for it. It's the Transnational Institute, okay, the TNI, which are a really amazing sort of research and advocacy institute based in Amsterdam. They've been going for ages, um, and they have this really sort of transnational um, global justice perspective. Mm -hmm. And they're having an event, a big conference that they're holding together with the city of Amsterdam uh, in December, and it's about public alternatives so it's about and it's and it's they're going to be delegate delegates for all over from all over the world talking about deprivatization mm -hmm. decommodification of um services and sort of public alternatives all over the world so i think that's going to be really great mm -hmm. it's not it's not going to be a festival like this but i think it's going to be a really really interesting event sounds mm -hmm. fascinating and something definitely uh, for people to keep an eye out yeah um any more questions you got, Tian? I'm conscious that you're pressed for time, so we might have to... Uh, yeah, I'll maybe do one last one. So, um, uh, you know, I think we've avoided the like Brexit topic. <laughs> it's like Trying to steer around it, give sick us some of it, positivity. But, but um, I always thought that like the most, one of the most convincing sort of uh, critiques I'd heard from Brexiteers was that democracy requires a demos. And they were sort of sceptical about the idea of there being a sort of pan-European demos. Mm. And I guess, you know, I mean, uh, Varoufakis refers to this explicitly, doesn't he, in terms of, you know, their DM's mm. aim is to create a sort of pan-European movement mm. in that sense. You know, how do you sort of assess that aim, you know, in uh, as a sort of objective a journalist? Um, yeah. do, you, do you think that's something that you see happening at like different levels 
Yeah, I think definitely there are. Like if if I, you know, if I'm, I'm plugging into all of this kind of civil society activism stuff that's going on all over Europe and they are in a way all connected and they, they a lot of them take inspiration from what's going on here actually in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think on that, on the grassroots level, I think there is a lot of interconnection. Mm-hmm. At the t- sort of from the top down level, I think, you know, Europe is does suffer from a very serious democratic deficit so it yep. will need to be reformed of course, yeah. and it will need to be reformed from top to bottom but from bottom to top and, mm-hmm. and and part of that is you know coming from the grassroots movement and in the other and, and you know but at the same time we need to restructure the european institutions but again i also want to say i don't think we should just be focusing on europe because you know i think we, we we sometimes we focus on europe too much and we forget about fortress europe and we forget yep. about yeah. everybody else who is yep. excluded from yes. the european project yeah, yeah. and if people who are dying in the mediterranean and then so you I get gieberhoff stats circulating on twitter talking about empires exactly yeah. yeah so i think we should always remember what you know when we're talking about europe we need to remember europe's colonial past yeah. and present mm-hmm. po- po- arguably and um and bear that, you know, and, and sort of, I think we need an internationalist movement as well as a European movement. Yes, yeah, yeah. Laura Ratu, thank you so much for joining us on the TWT FM sofa. Thank you very thank you. much.